Are you tired of your content not getting the reach it deserves? Change that at Grow With Video Summit. From May 23rd through the 25th, join industry leaders like Gary Vee, Ali Abdal, Patrick Bet David, Cody Sanchez, and more for strategies that will elevate your visibility and engagement. So go to summit.thinkmedia.com to secure your ticket. Just click the link in the description or go to summit.thinkmedia.com. Let's talk about these new updates you need to know about the YouTube algorithm in 2023. We're also going to be talking about why many people are saying YouTube subscribers don't matter and what actually does matter for growing on YouTube right now. We're also going to be going through how to build a lasting brand on YouTube in the shallow world of YouTube shorts and then four metrics that brands are looking for to determine how they pay creators. And this is based on a Business Insider article on why YouTube subscriber counts have become an unreliable vanity metric in the era of short video. And what is fascinating about this is experts from YouTube, uh, employees of Google, people that work at brands, as well as some creators share insights um, about this topic. So my question is for you, do you think subscribers still matter? Are you using YouTube shorts? I have nine specific points today, and here's point number one. The YouTube subscriber count has become quickly, has quickly become an outdated relic. This is the claim of this Business Insider article uh, right here that YouTube subscriber count has become an outdated relic. And here's what I've learned about this as we'll go through this whole article together. This is a debatable hot button topic, but there are channels right now that have millions of subscribers that only get thousands of views. And there are channels that have thousands of subscribers that get millions of views. So the point that we're talking about here is the fact that channels have died. Sometimes channels can fall into like a death spiral, start losing their reach. Content can get stale. And what we're also seeing with the YouTube algorithm, uh, your opinion matters and I want you to share it, but we just have too many examples and case studies of our students, our Video Rakit Academy students that are creating brand new channels and that are growing from scratch. Why? Because it's a lot more about the content than it is about having how many subscribers, you know, potentially that you have. So here's what the article brings up. It brings up this creator. Here's tip two. Um, creators are experiencing exponential and rapid growth through shorts. So Jace Max was creating long form content. You can see up until 2022, <clears throat> 2022 for a couple of years, two years, it took him to get to 70,000 subs. And then in eight months, he grew 900,000 subs. One of the things that this article quoted was that 50 of the 50 fastest growing US based channels, YouTube on YouTube between uh, in early 2023, 47 are actively posting shorts. And so this particular creator, number two, that it revealed was that you don't actually need subscribers to get massive views, but you might be like, yeah, but aren't subscribers coming with the growth? Well, yeah, it's the byproduct of the growth. But the good news is you don't actually need the subscribers, right? Uh, which this is incredible news for brand new creators or creators who, oh, it's too late to join YouTube. Nope, it's too late to start YouTube. No, 
Um, and, and so that wasn't one of the examples from the article. Number three, many creators, plural, are saying that YouTube subscribers are a vanity metric. And here's, and I quote, what I'm telling these creators, this was a YouTube strategist or a brand agency strategist, is that subscribers are cool, but it doesn't matter if they don't care about you as a person. We're going to dig into this in the article, but one of the things that's revealing is that, yeah, this guy, Jay Smacks, grew 900,000 subscribers in eight months. But one of the things they're wondering and questioning is, do those subscribers really care? What's the quality of a subscriber? If somebody subscribes on long form and actually gets to know you and makes a connection with you, what does that compare to a short subscriber? So this advisor was saying, what I'm telling creators is that subscribers are cool, but it doesn't matter if they don't care about you, especially in a world of short form content where your viewers are one swipe away of moving on to someone else. Shakal is who I'm quoting here, along with 11 other creators, managers, and influencer marketing execs spoke with Business Insider and agreed that a rapidly growing subscriber count does not necessarily translate into the success or longevity that YouTube fame has otherwise brought creators. You agree? So many creators are saying that subscribers are a vanity metric. Just because you get a subscriber doesn't mean you've actually made a significant connection with an individual. Number four, you still need subscribers to get monetized and to get a silver or gold play button. That is probably not a surprise to you, but you might say, well, I still want to get the silver play button. I still want to get the gold play button. Here's what they say. It makes you feel really good about yourself when you get it. And when I think of the 1 million subscriber mark, 80% of my intention now is for the plaque because I don't know if it translates into money. It doesn't translate into views. It only translates into clout. It's quoting an influencer. Do you feel that way? Man, I want to get that silver play button. I want to get that gold play button. Why? I don't know. Does it mean you're going to have a real business? Nah, not necessarily. Does it actually mean you're even going to get significant amount of views? I don't know. I just want the gold play button. I just want the silver play button. It doesn't necessarily mean money. It doesn't mean views. It translates to clout though. Come on, man. All that matters is clout. I just got to get, I just want to look the part, you know, I just want, and I get it. I respect, I mean, as a creator, I hustled and worked hard and, and it's an incredible aspiration, but it's interesting. They say this, a subscriber represents, this was, um, I believe someone working, it's an advisory partner for a firm partner with creators. AV said, a subscriber represents someone the algorithm tags as being somewhat more likely to see your content. So here's number four. Are subscribers dead? No. Do they matter anymore? Yes. Do you need them to go viral and even start? No. Do you need them to get monetized? Yes, at least a thousand. Do you need them for a silver and gold play button? Yes. And good news. The algorithm tags someone once they click subscribe to be somewhat more likely to see your content. So should you in your videos be liking, hey, click the subscribe button? Sure. And that would be one signal that 
could mean that in the YouTube, YouTube in the future, YouTube recommends your videos to that creator on the homepage or suggests them um, your videos. However, here's what we've been saying at Think Media. Subscribers don't matter in 2023, consumption matters. Because if you vote with your time and you consume content, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a confession to make. I have not subscribed to my favorite channel right now, Inter Starcraft. I apologize. I'll show you the channel. I did subscribe. Just kidding. So there you go. That's probably why it's being recommended to me. So in my spare time these days, I am watching playthrough videos of StarCraft II. It's This is a deep cut. This is an old school reference. And it didn't prove my point very good because I actually am subscribed. But here's the point. Um, guess what's recommended on my homepage? By the way, these games are 48 minutes, 57 minutes, 31 minutes. These guys are getting watch time for me. And when you're dishing out your time, consumption is more important than subscribers. You probably notice the channels you're not subscribed to. Maybe you're kind of, you don't even want to subscribe to them because it would reveal something about you. Like what if someone saw your subscribers, but you're like, I'll watch it. Well, whether you want to reveal it or not, your homepage speaks for you. You want to learn a lot about your spouse? Check out their YouTube homepage. You want to learn a lot about your boyfriend? What's on his YouTube homepage? He's into some weird stuff, dog. Like I should be worried about some of what you're seeing there. So uh, subscribers do matter, but but consumption matters more. And then of course, you don't get paid for subscribers. You just don't, right? You get paid for views according to your RPM or CPM. And if an ad is served, period. So it, it, it as they quoted, it may not ultimately lead Translates into money. It just translates into view, clout. All right, let's get into number five. Views are more important than subscribers. I've been touching on that. In 2010, subscribers were king. In 2023, consumption is king. And not just views, I'd say. I would say consumption and watch time. When you click on something and hang with it and it retains your attention, YouTube goes, I want to serve them more stuff that will hold their attention. Not just get a view, but will hold their attention. So if there's a particular type of content that you really dwell on, you spend a lot of time on YouTube watching a particular creator, whether you're subscribed or not, they're going to recommend you those videos. <clears throat> and then if you really like them, because you continue to vote with your time, they'll keep recommending those videos. In 2010, subscribers were king. In 2023, consumption is king. Here's a quote from the article. YouTube itself told creators in 2022 that they should focus more on their viewership than on their subscriber counts when trying to analyze what succeeds on the platform. Subscriptions are just one of many feedback signals to help our systems understand what viewers are interested in watching, a YouTube spokesman told insider. So subscriptions, do subscriptions matter anymore? Sure. But they're one of many feedback signals that YouTube cares about. Number six, more subscribers and more views does not equal more money. So shorts have also thrown some long form YouTube creators for a loop and made them feel like they can't survive on the platform without posting them. Do you feel that way? Do you feel like you have to post shorts? Are you resisting posting shorts? Are you excited about YouTube shorts? They got a quote from Jade Dharma Wangsa, who built her channel up 
to 367,000 subscribers over a decade of posting videos. And she said this, it's kind of necessary to do shorts to boost your channel right now. That's what YouTube is pushing, right? Why would you spend so much time on a long form video when you could post one or two shorts to float the overall growth of your channel? Good point. But is all growth good growth? Growth at what cost? According to data from Hype Auditor, videos are posted as shorts accumulate three times the number of views a regular video receives on YouTube. There's your data. But at what cost? Are you ready to start or grow your YouTube channel? Do you feel stuck and need help connecting the dots? Join this free web class where you'll learn the step-by-step -step playbook for YouTube success. We've helped thousands of purpose-driven entrepreneurs just like you grow their influence with video. Register today for this exclusive training at thinkmasterclass.com. You ever been to a buffet in Las Vegas? Weird niche question. There's healthy calories and there's empty calories. I'm wondering, are shorts empty calories? Just a question. I'm not attacking you personally, but that doesn't mean these short videos are making more money. Long form video in general is still where the reliable cash is on YouTube. Wow. Let's look into this. YouTube began paying creators ad revenue in February for shorts, but seven creators spoke with Ins Insider and they said they typically earned between 0 0.04 to 0 0.07 cents or four to seven cents for every 1,000 views on shorts. That's compared to eight YouTubers who told Insider that last year that they earned $1.60 to $29 per 1,000 views on YouTube. Quite a difference. Is that what you're experiencing? So people are hyped on shorts. Shorts are getting a lot of views, getting a lot of subscribers. What's the quality of the subscriber? What's the quality of the view? From a financial standpoint, it's pretty clear. Here's some predictions though. Nearly every social media platform form from YouTube to Facebook to TikTok is still working to crack the code for monetizing short form video with advertising. And brands are estimated to spend 98 billion worldwide on short form video ads in 2023. So if we get 45% of that, and that's not just on YouTube, but if a hundred billion dollars, we get $45 billion flooding into the shorts ecosystem. I don't think it's there yet. And I think this is good news for people that are like shorts suck in terms of pay. I think that the finances will come. Like I was thinking about it. You know, we have, we run YouTube ads. We have a whole digital advertising part of our business. And like, I was like, how do you even run a shorts ad? You know what I mean? Like, can I, can I go run one right now? Like, so I think we're not, the adoption of it isn't really there yet. So shorts don't pay super well. In the last 90 days, we got, 7 million views on shorts. Not that good, actually, because some people are getting <clears throat> a lot, like million, like 15 million views, 100 million views a short or whatever. But look at the RPM. 0 0.08 cents was the average RPM revenue per milli, revenue for every 1,000 views on shorts. Let's look at videos over the last 90 days at Think Media. Videos over the last 90 days at Think Media, we earned $110,107.59. The RPM was $8.15. Woo! That's a big difference, man. Eight cents for every thousand views or 
$8 for every thousand views. If you want to make it rain like a hurricane, you better do some long form content. I would reckon in another business insider article, seven YouTubers explained how much they were earning during the early months of the shorts program. And let me know what you've been seeing with your results, but their RPMs range from four to six cents. And they did, they revealed their numbers. You had people on here, Maddie K, Riley Lemon. So James SEO with 650,000 subscribers got $32.4 million. No, forgive me. 32.4 million views. Hold your horses. That's a lot of views. Okay. And got five cents per thousand and earned $1,455. Now, more power to you. Like, that's sick, man. 1,500 bucks. You know, cool. But like most people, that won't cover rent for a lot of people. 32.4 million views. Cause Sawyer. 3.3 3.3 million subscribers got 115.9 million views with a RPM of four cents and earned $4,207. Sick. That's that's starting to pay rent. That's paying some good rent. That's paying a mortgage. Almost no matter where you live. Pretty good coin. But 115 million views. Right. So big views, the big discrepancy, calories, empty calories. I don't know. What's your take? What's your opinion? The good news is that between 2022 and 2028, video short form video ad spending worldwide is estimated to go from 98 million this year to 225 million by 2028. So if you're like, Sean, what is the takeaway? Are you positive or negative on shorts? I would say I'm positive. I think it's just important to have a proper perspective about things. And by the way, in just a second, we're going to be talking about the four metrics brands actually care about less than subscribers, which they don't seem to care about as much. This is straight from deep research firms. But I think the good news is still to be leaning in in general. What am I excited about? Uh, YouTube. I'm excited about the YouTube podcasting stuff. I'm excited about YouTube shorts. I'm excited about YouTube longs. I'm excited about YouTube and I would be doing all of the the above. I think it's irresponsible to ignore shorts. I think you should be learning the new content format, but I think you need a diversified strategy because these shorts numbers are like, (laughs) it's not not very good. By the way, check out this quote from Philip Schneider, Google's chief business officer. YouTube is the only destination where creators can produce all forms of content across multiple platforms, across multiple formats, across multiple screens with multiple ways to make a living. Alphabet's goal is to make YouTube the best place for shorts and creators. So YouTube is the game, but in the short term, Shorts are a little sketch in terms of how much they pay. Um, Okay, here's one of the quotes. It's still early and we're focused on bringing together creators, viewers, and advertisers to grow the shorts ecosystem, a YouTube spokesperson said. As we all invest in shorts, we expect creator earnings to continue to grow. That's great news. Number four, this is where the video gets important. No matter what you're doing, shorts, longs, mediums, lives, 
or community tab posts. Community is the key to building lasting success on YouTube. Period. I, so we should do a 30-part series on this. So here's what the article said. The real problem with the shift to short-form video, some industry insider said, is that these new subscribers don't always represent a community. Do you remember the days when YouTube was a community? Anybody been in the game? VidCon 2010, 2012, when YouTube was a community? Whatever happened to the good old days? Listen, I'm, I'm optimistic about the future. But if you're chasing views and vanity metrics, or you're getting 115 million views a month, there's a lot of different things you could do with that. But friends, only time is going to tell if who or who doesn't have a loyal fan base. Only time is going to tell who actually made connections versus those that just had a shallow impact with shorts. Only time is going to tell the difference between content creators that just make a lot of noise and those that build a deeper community. I really want to encourage you. Community is the key to building lasting success on YouTube. That could be the reason why some short-form creators struggle to build loyal fan bases. Listen to this. At last year's annual Creator Economy Conference, VidCon, some famous short-form creators with millions of followers walked around unnoticed or hosted meet and greets where, where they said no fans came to see them. Community is the key. Does shorts translate to community? Does subscribers translate to community? Are you building your community off of YouTube? Have you read the book Superfans by Pat Flynn? Add that to your reading list. Have you read the article online, A Thousand True Fans by Kevin Kelly? Not even my point today, but a couple things to consider. Community is the key. Number eight, brands still look at subscribers as a predictor of success. Despite the changes, subscribers still hold weight in influencer marketing. If you want to get sponsored, if you want brands to pay you, they care about your subscriber account. Trahan said that amassing almost a million subscribers had helped him inflate prices with brands and land four-figure partnerships, which would have been difficult with the 70,000 subscribers he had before. This was the person from before, um, earlier, Jace Max, who he looked at his channel um, started posting shorts and grew 900,000 subscribers in eight months. Listen to what he said, though. Strategically, his subscriber count allowed him to inflate prices with brands. Yep. Yep. Great. Um, and a lower subscriber count was hard to charge as much. But what are the four metrics that brands care about deeper than subscribers. Number one, average view count. So what matters most? Do subscribers matter anymore? Not as much as views. What matters most for influencers, marketer, people, agencies that are hiring content creators like you? This is also then, I would take these four things and just use these to measure your own success. Average view count. What is the average view on your channel? What's the average video on your channel get in terms of views? A lot more. That's a much bigger predictor of how many people, of how effective your YouTube channels compared to your subscriber count. By the way, I am completely aware. Sometimes people are like, Sean, I can't believe you've got 
million subscribers. Why did the video only get 24,000 views? And I'm like, no, I know. But like, this is also what some of these OG channels have, have are, are like. But here's another metric for you that I'm not even mentioning today. Go to your analytics channel, ad, uh, uh, channel analytics overview content audience and look at returning viewers versus unique viewers. You want to know the impact of how many like people you reach in a 28 day period um, out of not just people who watch multiple videos, but what's the number of unique people you've actually reached. So in the last 28 days, we've reached 6.3 million people. So if you want to look at returning viewers and new viewers, and by the way, we have a ton of new viewers because of shorts. Let's see if they stick. You also want to even audit how many people came through the think media world via the shorts blow, blow up. 7.7 million views, 4,200 new subscribers, which is great. But like, you know, think about the, the math there. Think about the comparison there. So 4,200 new people were like, yo, I want to hang out. I want to, you know, maybe you're here. Thanks for being here. All right. So average view count, number one. Number two, average sponsored content view count. Mm. So the second thing is brands want to see, which is hard because what comes first, the chicken or the egg? How do I get a brand deal if I've never had a brand deal? But they would love for you to say, here's a sponsored video we've done before. And they go, oh, this is how many views sponsored content gets because maybe the way you create content when you work with brands does it perform as well so it's being able to just show they're just looking for hard data i think influencer marketing is maturing where in the past they were maybe lobbing stuff out based on more surface metrics they're getting smarter so the number one they're looking at average view count average sponsored content view count number three overall engagement if they're a really smart brand they would be like okay they look at your likes potentially um, in the back end, they could see 97% of people like this video. They look at how many comments did it get the quality of the comments, maybe the engagement of the comments better than that though. They'd be looking at like watch time, looking at the audience retention curve, seeing that during the brand spot, it drops down and then it goes back up because people skip through it. Even if that's true, still fine. Because if you have good average view duration and it drops 10%, but it's still 60%. Great. And so overall engagement. And number four, qualitative metrics, such as if the creator is making quality content, that's worth, worth watching. By the way, this is one of the things that on the whole stack, we're thinking about it, but never underestimate brands that want to work with you as a content creator because you make great content. What does that mean? They want their product highlighted in a, in a positive light. So if you can dial in your video skills, figure out your lighting, make crispy content, produce great content worth watching. Sometimes what they also want, want to write into the contract is can they use that video on their channel? Can they use that video to run paid media around it? And you're creating an asset for them and quality matters. In fact, I think brands probably are way more passionate about quality than even what the market demands because a lot of times they, they want their product to be seen in a professional light and something to consider. So those are four of the metrics that brands are considering.